Prospective students from all over the world ask tons of questions about applying and studying at BI. This is a podcast series that answers all of them. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the BI Norwegian Business School Life at BI series. Last time we talked about the general decision to study abroad. Today we are going to discover what is so lucrative about Norway and why do students decide to stand out and go north. My name is Anastasia and currently with me we have a new pair of guests in our studio, Ana Fernanda and Maggie. Hi girls. Hi. Hello. <laughs> nice to have you here. Nice. Um, Thank you for inviting us. We're very happy to be here. Yes, we are. Great. To get it going, can you girls introduce yourself to our listeners, repeat your name, tell where you're from, and what is the program you're currently enrolled in? My name is Maggie. Um, I come from Albania, and the program I'm currently enrolled in is the Master's of Science in Strategic Marketing Management. Hi, my name is Ana Fernanda. I'm from Mexico and I am pursuing a Master of Science in Entrepreneurship and Innovation. Great. I see we have people coming from two different continents. I think it's going to be very interesting to listen to your different perspectives. Very general, very common questions I want to start with, which you probably hear every single day. Why Norway? Why did you decide to come here? Well, why Norway? I have always been interested in this Scandinavian culture and the people and the weather and all that happens here. So that's why Norway. It was very mystical and unexplored for me. And I really wanted to make a change and step out of the usual box of European countries to study in. And I thought that Norway provided a great opportunity, especially with such an awesome program and such a great school. Let's talk now about expectations. Did you have any expectations before you came here? I bet you did. And uh, were they met or not? Um, Well, like everybody, when they go to a new place, I did have many expectations, but especially for a country like Norway, because we hear so much about it in terms of like good things. And the number one thing would be like the cost of living and then also the quality of life at the same time. It is regarded as one of the most advanced countries in the world. So I was really curious to see how that would meet my expectations. And it has totally met my expectations. For me, like the main expectation was about people, like how they include people that don't belong to Norway or to a Scandinavian country. So uh, it's pretty interesting how they make this kind of inclusion to everyone. They help every time when you need it. And they try to be shareable. They try to be like, here's a lot of trust, a lot of security. I feel very good in here. Nice to hear this point. Actually, you also mentioned people that um, they were including. Uh, language also helps a bit a lot because even though they have Norwegian language and a lot of students do study it, still everyone is very fluent in English. What do you think, girls? Right? Have I don't think we have. A yeah, absolutely. Like even even if they. Uh, have the public transportation, for example, like everything is in Norwegian, but you can also see like they have like these signals in English or if you ask people, they will 
answer to you in English. And I think that's pretty good when you are like coming to a new country and to a new place that you have never been in. We can name for we can name Norway foreigners friendly place. Extremely foreigner friendly place, and not only because of the language, but there is many organizations, international organizations, in Oslo that provide help for foreigners to transition in the best way. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. And, and within school, we also have quite an international community. I think it's nice. But you touched the point of cost of living, and that will gradually transition to our next question about fears. What were your fears before you came here? And uh, yeah, let's just elaborate on this part. Yeah, um, well... I saw like the living cost of living here before I came and I make a research of the basic stuff like going to the grocery store, the public transportation and the basic stuff that you need like to furnish your apartment. And for me, it was like, oh, okay, it's not that expensive. But then when you come here, it turns that it's so expensive, actually. It is quite shocking. I agree with you. I mean, especially coming from countries where this standard of living is really not comparable, especially coming from Albania. it's Everything is 10 times more expensive. But there are plenty of opportunities to find a job within the school and also outside of school, like internships and stuff. And also BI offers many opportunities for scholarships and living aid. So it has not been as challenging as I would think it would be. Yeah, BI also make this dinner for networking and to have like free free food. And they have like in different associations here at school, uh, many events that you can come, like conferences. And at the end is free pizza. So at some point you get feed like here every time at school. So it's not that difficult like to get in touch and to create new friends. And well, I think the opportunities are good. <laughs> Creating friends through pizza. <laughs> free pizza all yes. the time. <laughs> Why do you participate in different events? <laughs> free pizza, free food. You learn yes. and you get feed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we want <laughs> That's funny. Any other fears? Any other fears besides the cost of living, which were before? Any? Did you have any other fears besides cost of living before you arrived here? Yeah, the weather. Same. Yeah. Oh for yeah, sure. having first day of snow. How is it? <laughs> well, for me, I haven't lived in a place where. It's a snow. So for me, everything's so beautiful, but it's starting to get cold. I know it's not that cold yet, but still like minus seven, minus five. Like it's pretty interesting, but I am well prepared, I think. And especially because in every building, every transport, you have like the heaters. So you won't freeze. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't stay outside for a long time without any special equipment, right? Yeah, <laughs> of course. For sure. Going from point A to point B will become challenging very soon, especially because I'm very clumsy and I'm at risk of falling all the time, let alone when the roads are icy. So we'll see. So far, I'm fine. I haven't taken a fall yet. I'm good. <laughs> But everything inside it, it is warm, like Ana Fernanda said. So just mm -hmm. bring your jackets. 
But you know what I want to say? We are kind of lucky we're not in the north, so it's not the worst so far. Uh, we are in the capital, in Oslo. What thoughts do you have about things? What thoughts do you have about this? Do you enjoy Oslo? Do you see any positive sides of living here? I think living in any capital is sort of fun because they are the cultural epicenter of the country and also is the same. In the same weekend, I went to an Ariana Grande concert, saw two exhibitions, and also took a really wonderful stroll down the... You're really, really into culture, I see. Yeah, there's a lot of things to do. So even if it's cold outside, if a friend and or family comes to visit, you can just, there's a lot of options of where to take them. There's something for everyone here. Yeah, as well, if you talk about nature, you can go hiking, you can go um, to set a bonfire like next to the lake. And here everything's nature so close to here. Or even if you uh, rent a car, Uh, and go like two hours far from from the capital, you're going to find like very good landscapes where you can enjoy with your friends. Yes, I agree with you. It is so close. 20 minutes by tram, by T-Bahnen, and you're already from the city center to a very nice park outside of Oslo. And also I think businesses, they're so well well represented here. So combination of businesses, uh, culture, and nature, what makes Oslo quite special, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like you have many activities to do all the time, and they have like a, spe- a special um, activities for students. Like they have this weekend that it's for all the students. Like students take out um, Oslo, and it's pretty pretty fun because you're still like enjoying the summer weather before it ca- it gets colder. So I think. I think it was called Students Period, something like this for all yeah. students in Oslo. When everything was free, you couldn't get involved in different um, activities and visit a lot of different uh, museums, museums and do even sports. Like you have like to know all Oslo very well in one weekend, and then you can choose. Uh, while you're living here, which one do you prefer? Like if you prefer, as Maggie, going to activities of culture or if you prefer going on a hike or go to the sea. Yeah, Exactly, exactly. I want to come back a bit to a cultural part. You said that you feel very uh, welcomed here and that you like it and it turned out to be much better than you expected. Uh, can you tell me what does Norwegian mean for you? Like, What is Norwegian person? In your understanding? Well, um, for me, it's inclusion and trust. I trust a lot, like, my friends because they make me feel very in- included here at the society. And in the class, at the breaks, when they start speaking Norwegian and I don't understand it, they start, like, showing me or teaching me how to pronounce things or how to get into places or how to to interact here in Norway. What about your experience, Maggie? Because, you know, we whenever we come to Norway, we hear that they are introvert and it's very difficult to get in touch with Norwegians. Um, have you experienced any problems with this? And if yes, did you how, how did you cope with them? I think Norwegians are like 
those pearl shells that they're very hard to crack, but when they do crack, there is a pearl inside of it and it's beautiful. What a beautiful comparison. <laughs> I mean, and I think it's I like very it. true. I think they have a very rich inner world, especially because they have so many interests and hobbies, but they're just not very forthcoming because of cultural reasons. It's not like there's something wrong with me or you or anybody that's international. It's just they have to gain your trust to open up and show that pearl. Yeah, I agree with you, absolutely. Girls, thank you for your time today. I have the last question to you. As a wrap-up, I want to ask you, what are your personal advices to all prospective students coming here to Norway? What you wish you knew before you came? The first thing, I guess, would be there's such a thing as thermal clothing, which I had no idea that existed. But you need those. Look those up, kids. The second one is to keep an open mind and an open heart to all opportunities and not only stay in your room and study, but try to take in the Norwegian culture and Oslo Get as well. Experience it. Yeah, I totally agree with the thermical stuff. I <laughs> I am well prepared with that stuff, but I think that people should bring their clothes or even buy it here like when it's summer I think it's good timing and yeah like just to be themselves when they come here and don't be afraid of the culture because it's absolutely like the opposite that they used to say in other countries that Norwegians are. I think these are very helpful pieces of advice because in our previous podcast, we just talked about how it is to go abroad and just that you have to get involved into the culture to get better understanding where you are and have a better experience. I think it's a wrap up. Thank you, girls, for being with us today. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and received some helpful notes about living in Norway. The next time we are going to talk about studying business at top 1% business school in the world, why behind Norwegian Business School. Have a great day and see you soon. <laughs>